This message is a product of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. We thank you for engaging this conversation. Messages like this one are great resources to help us grow, but they cannot replace being a part of a local church. If you're not actively a part of a church, we encourage you to find one near you that fits you, visit it, and get involved. And we hope this message gives life to you today. Enjoy. Well, welcome everybody. Today is going to be a little different. Well, let's just be honest. It's been a different season, hasn't it? I mean, this season has been filled with uh, (laughs) some irregularities that for all of us, I don't care if you're 60, if you're 40, or if you're 20, uh, these are times that we have never lived through. Now today, we're going to do something. We have, for the past few weeks, we have uh, built church online as church at home. And, and to do that, we've mirrored the environment that you guys have been in. So today, uh, we decided to do something a little special, and that was simply to invite you into our homes. Now, today, uh, we're, we're, we're going to travel all around as we go into some some homes that belong to our staff members. And we're going to encourage you with some insights that come as we've processed this season. Now, obviously, for all of us, there are struggles. And today, uh, there are going to be uh, some moments where you can identify with the struggles of your friends. So as we go through this today, my encouragement to you is just lean into what God is saying to you. Uh, Don't back away from it. Actually, just receive uh, what the Lord has for you this morning. Now, obviously, we're not meeting together at Eastgate. We're not meeting together at our downtown campus. Today, we know that this is a little different than what church has always been for us. And uh, while we've been in this for a few weeks, let me just remind you of some things. First of all, uh, take some time this morning and minimize the distractions. It, don't uh, answer the text message. Don't answer the call. Uh, don't resist that urge uh, to minimize what's going on and to scroll through social media. Instead, let's make this moment sacred. Let's make it sacred as we give what's going on in our lives, in our attention, in our hearts, in our affections to Jesus right now. Let's worship together. Let's sing together. Let's say amen and let's be challenged together. Now today, I don't know where you are, but I know that together we need to be reminded that God often is doing something that you can't see. You can't see it. You can't even see it as you imagine it where you are. Have you ever been through a season where you look back and you see God was preparing me? It was painful. It was difficult. Well, right now, God is doing something through all of you that we could have never imagined just a few months ago. Right now, God is feeding, even in the middle of a pandemic, feeding underprivileged children who are suffering through the exact same pandemic that we are, suffering from from communities that have been closed down. We're we're feeding them in underdeveloped nations, specifically in Honduras, at a care point that we sponsor right outside the capital city. In in our own city, we're, we're feeding families and coaching families that are struggling financially right now. Right now, We're even sponsoring and planting churches around the country. We can do that because there are people like you that give. Right now, would you take a moment and just pray about how to give? Can I just be honest? We we don't have a church 
that is being bankrolled by somebody, some organization. There's nobody out there that, that's sending big wads of cash or writing big checks to make what happens at Vortex happen. It happens simply because there are people like you that give. And as you give, there's so much more that happens. Not only literally in this season are thousands of people joining us online, but what we know also is that in the past several weeks, uh, over 15 people have given their lives to Jesus. What an amazing thing to celebrate right now. So today, as we do this, I, I just want to encourage you to just say, God, okay, if this, if this is blessing me, if this is making a difference in my life, if what Vortex Church, how can I partner with them to make sure that this is available for somebody else? And I would encourage you to pray about giving. If you're one of our people who's given uh, specifically uh, only face-to-face, -face, I would encourage you to pray about giving online. Now, one of the organizations that we sponsor is a, an organization called Children's Cup, and, and they're the, the kind of the, the arm that feeds children all around the world, and we sponsor a unique care point in Honduras through them. I would love for you to listen to my friend Dan Olarking share about his heart for Children's Cup and how Vortex has been a blessing for them. After Dan gets done sharing, we're going to get ready to hear from God today. We're going to worship, we're going to sing, and we're going to give our attention to what God is doing. So let's get ready to worship today after we hear from my friend Dan. Hey, Vortex Church, this is Dan King, Executive Director at Children's Cup. I just want to say a huge thank you for remaining generous and unshakable in a time like this that can seem so shaky for so many. Because of your generosity, there are kids in Honduras who have food today despite the shutdown in Honduras. They have hope in Jesus because of your prayers and your faithfulness. And if you're part of Vortex Church, I want to encourage you, lean into what Vortex is doing. Right there in North Carolina, be a part of it. Be a part of the outreach. Be a part of Vortex does so much to help people find hope in Jesus. Lean into that. Don't stop giving. Be a part of it. Serve. And we as Children's Cup want you to know that you matter. You are making a difference. And we are truly grateful for you. Hey there, Vortex Church family. My name is Kevin Timmons, and I'm super excited to invite you into our living room today. We are super honored and privileged that you guys would join us. Normally, you'd see me sharing with your middle and high school students, but today I get to share with the whole family, so I'm very excited about that. But before we get started, I want to introduce you guys to my beautiful and amazing wife, Rachel. Rachel, why don't you spend a moment and tell us a little bit about how you serve in our community and how you serve here at Vortex Church. Uh, yeah, so I work as like an education contractor. That's what I do for a living. Um, but my heart is actually really for the community of foster kids in Stanley County. I work as a guardian ad litem, which is a courtroom advocate for kids in foster care. And uh, that's kind of where my heart really sits. And uh, you could probably guess that I also work in kids and youth um, at Vortex. So I love hanging out with the elementary school kids and uh, serving the uh, group of teenage girls in Tribe. So I'm very happy about that. I'm so proud of you and honored to be able to call you my wife. <laughs> um, and we've only been married for like seven months. Uh, so yeah, we're, seven months. We are learning how to do this thing together. And it's been a really interesting season to interesting try and learn season. how to live uh, with one another, like a new person. Yeah. How to function in, in life with one another. It's like a unit rather than just two like roommates. Yeah, and it's been really, really interesting. Another big struggle that we've had is missing our friends and family, missing spending time with you guys at church and yeah. connecting with yeah. community. 
And that's something that really does help us grow, not just with each other, but it helps us grow in our relationship with the Lord as well. I mean, for me, uh, growing in my relationship with the Lord entails me getting godly advice from people and and counsel from people who mentor me and and even just seeing Jesus represented in the hearts of you guys who serve at Vortex Church yeah, yeah, and 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 that impacts my life that impacts how I how I see Jesus and how he functions in my life so this has been this has been a trial like this has been a struggle but there's something that came up in one of our student ministry bible studies uh, over the past couple of weeks that I want to share with you guys this uh, today. So would you please open up to James chapter 1, yeah. uh, verses 2 through 4, and just read that out to us, because I feel like God has a promise for us in this in this trial. Yeah. James 1, 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking in anything. But I also like, like a little bit further uh, in chapter one, it says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Man, I feel like that's so fitting right now. I mean, and I don't really know what the crown of life totally uh, entails, but I know that if it's a promise from God, I probably want it. Yeah. And I think it's very <laughs> fitting that right after Pastor Kevin does a, a series on crowns and the rewards that God has through, for us uh, through trials, I, I have just been um, super encouraged that in this season that I can persevere. And I want to encourage you that right now, if you're feeling disconnected from community, you can persevere. Uh, there are a ton of ways that you can connect with one another. Right now, I've been uh, fortunate to be able to use Zoom and Google Hangouts to connect with friends and students and family and, and texting and calling. But we as a church also want to encourage you, go after one another. Uh, text one another. Show other people that you care about them and you miss them. And spend time even trying to pursue one another through small group uh, and, and like connecting through Google Hangouts and Zoom as well. Uh, we also want to give you resources to where you can pursue your relationship with God through different Bible study apps and, and different methods. We, we have a ton of sermons online that you can go and backdate if you, if you weren't with us in the past. Uh, I just highly recommend uh, going back and watching some of those so that you can connect with your relationship with Christ in this time. I just want to encourage you guys in this season, don't waste this season. Do not waste this season. Don't miss this opportunity because I know what's on the other side of it is a reward from heaven. I know that God wants to offer us a crown of life. He says so in his word. So in this season, go after God, go after community, go after relationship with others. And let's connect with one another because I know that what God has for us on the other side of this trial is better than anything we could have asked, dreamed, or imagined. I love you guys so much and I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. Hello Vortex Church families. We are the Behringers. My name is Jessica. I'm a children's pastor here at Vortex Church. And I'm AJ, obviously her spouse. And we have two boys. Our oldest is Ethan and our youngest is Micaiah. We are so excited to welcome you into our home today, right into our living room where like many of you, this is where we've been having church lately. We have watched the sermons on the TV and our kids have been watching the Vortex Kids online service right here in our living rooms. We are just letting you into our homes today. We're also inviting you into our hearts and really into our families as we 
share with you some of the struggles we may we have been having over the last few weeks as a family. First, I would like to state the obvious. Things have been changing in the world around us, which means things have been changing within our family. I can remember back to the middle of March when we got the phone call from the schools telling us that our kids were not going to go back to school on Monday, and we really didn't know when they were going to go back to school. Yeah, with Jessica working and myself, we just didn't know what our schedules were going to look like. Our oldest plays year-round baseball, our youngest plays year-round gymnastics, and our schedules just started getting empty with all of the sports and stuff, and we just didn't know what it was going to look like. Yes, we found ourselves having a lot of free time, which we were not used to as a family. We were taken so far away from what our normal life was, and we were realizing that we were having to create a new normal for our family during this time. Our boys were going to be around each other and have been around each other 24-7. And for those of you that have kids, you know that means there's been lots of arguments. There's been a lot of really good times. There's also been a lot of wrestling matches, but they've really had to learn what it means to be brothers and to be around each other. We were having to learn how to be teachers. We have wonderful teachers at school that support our kids, but mom and dad were having to do some of the teaching and helping our kids with their schoolwork, and the kids were having to get used to that, and so were we. A lot of these external struggles that are going on create this internal struggle within us where we can get fearful or have anxiety and start asking questions of why things are going on. What are we supposed to do during this time? I even take those questions to God. He wants to know our every thought, and I ask him why, why things are happening and what we're supposed to do. I would really label that as being fearful of the unknown. I am slightly fearful of things that I don't know, and that's kind of what's going on right now. While we may not know if our lives will get back to normal or when they'll get back to normal or what that process looks like, I can tell you that God does know what everything looks like. Just last week, the boys and I were having a conversation, and I wanted to ask them a question, a question that I had been asking myself, and that is, what is God trying to tell you during this time? And normally, Ethan, our oldest son, would be the first one to give me a response. But for some reason, I wanted to ask Micaiah to answer first. And I did, and he looked up at me, and he was like, Mom, we don't need to be afraid of everything going on because God is with us all of the time. And I just looked at him, and I was like, yes, you're exactly right. And it made me think back to this verse in Joshua 1.9 that tells us, Do not be afraid. God is with you wherever you go. So today, I want to leave you guys feeling encouraged that no matter what your family dynamic is or where you are in life, with everything going on around us changing, it might cause you to be fearful at times or have anxiety. But in those moments, just think back to that verse in Joshua 1.9 that says, do not be afraid. God is with you wherever you go. Or think back to what Micaiah said, the same thing. We don't need to be afraid of everything going on around us because God is always with you. Well, hey, my name is John, and I'm the campus pastor of our downtown campus. And through this season, we're continuing to get that campus ready. We're getting close to it. We're hoping to be able to launch that here in the next little bit. But right now, today, we are sitting in our living room, being able to share with you in your living room. But before we get started, I want to introduce my beautiful wife. Hey, I'm Erin, and I am a school teacher here in Albemarle at Central Elementary. And with being a teacher and with still working and all of the stuff that's going on right now, I don't know about you guys, but there are some challenges that we have had to face over these past few weeks. There's been some great things we've been able to do. The, the kids have been 
working together on some stuff. Cole has been cooking, which has been great. I wake up, he's got breakfast ready for me in the morning, nice cup of coffee for us. So that's, that's been great. But we've been going through some challenges through this time and working outside of the house for me, Erin is still working at home. Like she said, she's a teacher. What are some of the challenges that, that you've seen from teaching at home versus teaching in the classroom? It's been really difficult. I miss the relationship that I have with the kids. I'm trying to keep up with them on technology with Google Me. I've become a YouTube star. Oh. I even created a TikTok to try to keep my fifth graders engaged. But it's just not the same. I miss the hugs and the high fives. And it's, you know, some kids don't have technology. So I'm really missing them a lot. And that's, that's one of the struggles for us. I mean, you guys know me. I, I'm an extrovert. I love to be around people. I love to hug you guys. So just being away from everybody has been a bit of a struggle. But even just being at home, trying to navigate, even though she's a teacher, now become a homeschool teacher, trying to take care of the kids. Thankfully, I've still been able to work outside the house, still doing my responsibilities for Vortex, helping at the funeral home. But there's just been some challenges that we've gone through. And I'm telling you, just... Seeing some of your Facebook posts, seeing some of the comments, we're right there with you. You're going through some of the same stuff we are, so you're not alone in this. We're still we're going through some of those struggles. And with being at home, trying to teach the students online and take care of our kids, what what has where's the tension kind of been in that? It's just trying to balance time. Time to be a mom and deal with mom things, a homeschool teacher, and keep up with two kids and their different uh, their different. Google Meet times and assignments and then trying to keep up with my 51 babies and and um, get them their work. It's just been hard to um, find time to make everything fit. It's a whole new way of life. Yeah, it's definitely, it's had its, had its ups and downs. But through this season, as we've gone through these challenges, that we've seen what used to be normal isn't normal anymore. Uh, what the new normal is may not be normal in a few weeks, in a few months. But... We, we've had a scripture that we've kind of leaned into during this season that has helped us as a family to get through this. Aaron, if you would, read that for us real quick. It says, The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and he saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. Psalms 145, 17 through 20. And, and what I love in that scripture that we get to see is that, that we see that God is faithful. We have been through ups and downs in the past. God has been faithful through every single one of those. So there's nothing through this season that we should doubt that God's going to be faithful in this season. So I just want to encourage you guys today, whatever your trial is, whatever you're going through through this season, it's a little different for all of us, a little bit the same. But I just want to encourage you guys today to just lean in the fact that God is faithful, that God is with you, that God is with us, that he's going to help us through this. So just rest in him, have peace with him, and know that God is faithful. So as we close out today, I just want to remind you guys, and Pastor Kevin has said it before and he says it each week, and we, we want it to be something that, that we're reminded of every day, is that you're not alone that God is with you, that God is with us, that he is helping us through these struggles. He's helping you guys through your struggles. So lean into God through this time. Trust in him. Trust in his faithfulness and know that we're going to make it through this season. And when we get to the next season and there's a trial there, he's going to be faithful in that season as well. We love you guys. We miss you. We miss being around you. We miss hugging you. We hope you guys are doing well. 
God bless, and I hope you have a great week. Hello, my name is Brian. I'm the campus pastor at our East Campus, and this is my lovely bride. Jen, I'm Jen Barker, and I am the guest experience coordinator for all of our campuses. And we are super excited to have you with us this morning to invite you to our home mm -hmm. remotely, but into our living room, okay. our couch to your couch. This is what Jen likes to call Grand Central Station. <laughs> Because normally there are kids all over the place, loud, running around, jumping on the couch. But right now, it's, it's quiet. Let's have a moment of silence. It's kind of nice, right? Yeah. I mean, it is chaotic. This, this COVID-19 season has just, it's just brought on chaos yeah. in our house. I mean, everybody's here all the time. Jen has been homeschooling our oldest son for the last three years. I've been a home-based employee for about five years now. So we were kind of used to that, that aspect of life, being home. But even with that, there were some tensions that we navigated. Yeah, right? there were. There were some tensions that we had to manage and kind of just learn how to build around. And, and this season has even rocked us more because now our other two kids are no longer in preschool. They are at the house. The house is always loud. It's, it's chaotic. It smells like it just smells. It's always all. It, smells. It just smells. There's really it, no difference. We got three boys that. and they don't stop smelling. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you know, one of the struggles that we've had during this season is really um the scheduling aspect. Like we've been so accustomed to to scheduling every aspect of our our month, our weeks, even like daily details. Like we lived by schedules. I have a day or a time that I schedule my schedule. So a scheduled day to schedule my schedules. That's how. Like no lie. Yeah. That's true. She's that got was my safety. That was my security. Like if I knew that my calendar was full, then um, we were successful. Yeah. You have planners on planners. I did. Now the problem with that is like we drew a lot of comfort. Mm -hmm. We drew a lot of comfort in our schedules. Like sometimes we relied on that maybe too much. Yeah. Like, and we really sought validation for our schedules. And it's really rocked us in this season because well, every, everything's been canceled, right? Like our schedules have almost gone away in a sense. Yeah, COVID has wiped out all of our plans. Um, and when I say that we don't have any plans, we still have things to do. We're still busy, obviously. Brian's still working. Um, thankfully, and I'm still managing our home and working as well as not homeschooling one kid now, but three. Um, and so having to do that with a two-year-old in tow, it's, it's required a lot of creativity. Um, it's required a lot of out-of-the-box thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, but one thing that has changed is we're not packing up the car at 4.30 to go to the gym or to soccer practice or basketball practice or church or gymnastics or all the things that kept us busy in the evenings, um, movies, date nights, whatever it was, COVID's canceled all that. Um, and so, you know, we were really uncomfortable in the, in the first two weeks, I think it we were thankful. We were like, mm -hmm. oh, we can breathe. Absolutely. Um, but then we started getting really uncom uncomfortable with the white space that existed. And uh, so just as a family, we were leaning into the Lord, like, God, what do we do with this um, in this season? And God's just really like shifted our perspective to help us to see that it's 
it's that was an idol in our life that um, we were trying instead of trusting him and so that's one of the things that that we've learned that instead of trying to fill our calendar trying to fill all the white space we just need to trust him with that white space and that forced margin that goes to like a, a few verses of scripture that yeah. for us and our and our family us as a couple and our family we really leaned into heavy so we're going to go a little ot on you old testament Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6. This is just something that we've really been leaning to as a family recently. And it's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Yeah, so straight paths. I want to get on board with that because I want to know where I'm, where I'm walking and where I'm going in this season. And I think that that's one thing that the Lord has, has shown us that um, while this looks different, there's still so many opportunities that he wants um, to help us to lean into. Uh, opportunities to seek him, opportunities to, um, you know, really do life with our kids, um, do life with other people. We've, yeah, which has been really cool. Like, yeah. there's been relationships and friendships that we've been able to develop mm -hmm. because people's calendars have changed and our, yeah. our, our kids have developed some new friendships. So it's like... Just leaning into those opportunities, like you said, that yeah. God's created, which has just been, it's been so encouraging and, yeah. and life-giving for our family. Yeah. So we just want to encourage you. Uh, one of the things that we've been saying, Brian and I, between each other is, you know, how do we redeem this time? That whenever we look back on this um, time and this experience, we want to say, you know what? God really stepped in and he showed us what it meant to trust him. To quit trying and to really trust him with the opportunities that he's given us in this season. And so we, we want that for you. Um, whether you're on the front lines and you're not at home, but you're uh, at, at your job. Well, you know what? Trust him with that. That's where he's put you in this season. And there is opportunity for you there. If you were at home like us and around your family, um, pursuing multiple things that mm -hmm. could be distractions. No, it's not a distraction. Trust him. Um, you know, quit trying to make it work and just trust him that he's going to make it work. That's right. You can't put God in a box. You can't. So we can't do that during this season. And I just want to remind you, you've got to stop trying and start trusting. And I just want to, I want to remind you guys as we, as we wrap this up and as we end our time with you today is that you're not alone. During this season, it's easy to feel isolated and just separated from your family and your friends. And I don't want you to get discouraged about that. We're here with you as a church, as a staff, and as a team. We love you. God's got this. He's got us. We just got to lean into him and continue trusting him. Well, today, you've got to hear from some amazing people. And I don't know if you're identifying with them, but I sure know I am. I know that there have been struggles in this season, but there have been possibilities at the same time. And at the same time, we've seen God moving. We've seen God opening our eyes to things that maybe we never saw before. So here's what I wanna pray right now. I wanna pray that you get to see right now what God's doing in your life. Now, if, if we're honest, okay, we're gonna be a little honest right now. For, for every living room we went into, we got it ready for you to see it, all right? We, we had people, uh, some of our staff members were, were cleaning and getting the little details right. 
just so that you could see their house in the, in, in the best possible circumstance. Today, I'm, I'm not doing that. And the reason is we don't have a couch to sit on right now. We just moved. As a matter of fact, we all these boxes that you see behind me, they're our stuff. And, and, and we don't even, some stuff, we don't even know where it is. It's just in a box somewhere. Maybe your life right now feels a little bit like that. Maybe your life feels like over the season, it's, it's just been nothing but chaos. Just, just nothing but, everything that's been normal has been ripped out from under me I'm, I'm just not leaning into the things that bring me comfort and peace. It just feels like chaos. And, and, and I want you to know, like right now, this week, it has been a lot of work. Man, it has been a lot of work. Moving is not fun. I mean, some of you are like, amen, that's why I'm not moving. Okay, so I know that it's going to be that way. I know that. And we knew that when we sold our house. We knew that when we made the arrangements to move into the house that we're in right now. We knew it when we were packing our stuff up. We knew, but, but here's the thing. Change is never easy. In the middle of everybody's story, it feels messy. It always feels messy. And today, as we're in the middle of the story that's being written in your lives through this pandemic, it is messy. I told you at the very beginning of this that one day, one day, the story of coronavirus, COVID-19, and the lockdown that we've been living through, quarantine and all of that, one day this will be a story that you tell. You will tell your kids about it. You will tell your grandkids about it. You will tell everyone about it. You will sit around campfires. You will sit around dinner tables and you will discuss this. What story will you tell? Will you let the chaos of this moment rob you of the potential that it has. Because while this looks like chaos right now, what I'm sitting in is a huge gift for my family. This transition is very healthy for us. And what's going to happen as a result of that is very good for our family. It takes the chaos it takes the disruption. It takes breaking out of what was normal to get to the extraordinary. And the only way you're ever going to get to that is if you let God make you uncomfortable in this season. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to let God make you uncomfortable? Right now, I want to pray for you. And I want to just ask everybody where you're at. I want to ask that you start to think about that story that you're going to tell years from now. Is it going to be a story of faith or is it going to be a story of fear? Is it going to be a story of you making a difference? Or is it going to be a story of you shrinking back and not asserting yourself the way that you knew you should? What's your story going to be? I want to pray for you because I don't want this chaos 
to rob you of what God's doing in your life right now. God, we know that this is very different, and, and Lord, as, as different as it is, there is so much in this moment for us. So God, help us to see beyond ourselves, to see through this moment to what you're doing. Help us to believe that you are good, that you have our best interest in mind, and that you are indeed taking care of us. God, as we give you our attention today, speak to our hearts right now. Speak to our hearts. Convict us. Some of us need to change. Some of us have let the chaos rob us of our peace. We can still have peace in the middle of the storm because you're the God of the storm. God of the calm, but you are the God of the storm too. And so God, let us know. Remind our souls right now that you're in control and we can trust you. And God, help us to be reminded that the story that is written in our lives through this season will be told for generations. Do not let it be a story of fear. Let it be a story of faith. God, we pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now I want everyone to look at me. Look at me right now. If you're, if you're watching and right now you just feel the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart, what I want you to do is I want you to just say, God, I am surrendering to you. This is my moment. I feel your conviction. I feel your love. I know that you want more for me than I have wanted even for myself. So right now, if, if you're with us, right now our hosts are gonna drop some things in the chat. If you're at our online campus, respond by clicking that little button that says, this is me, I raise my hand, I surrender my life to Jesus. If you're on one of our other platforms, just type right now in the chat, I surrender, I surrender. And no matter where you are, if you want to text, I choose, just simply one word, I choose, to a designated number that's going to be dropped in the chat right now. They're going to show you how to connect. We would love to connect with you as you make that decision. Now, as we get ready to go today, man, I'm so thankful that we get to spend this time. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for responding to what God's doing. There is so much more in this season. God has so much more for you. And so tonight, we just want to remind you of two things before we get off. Number one is, is you are not alone. You're not. You are not alone. God is with you. We are here for you. And number two, God's got this. Didn't surprise him. He's in control. God's got this. And God's got you. We love you and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been a production of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. For more information on our church, we encourage you to visit us online at vortexchurch.com.